This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome to the Podglomerate. For everything that you were too afraid to ask at home, too embarrassed to ask at school, or was just too hard to ask your partner, welcome to the Sex Wrap. Hey everybody, and welcome back to the Sex Wrap. You're here today with Spring and Andrew, your favorite sex experts out here on the internet answering your questions about sex, love, romance, breaking up. Because welcome back to season four. This is our series uh, of our, our little mini series about when do you leave? How are you doing today, Spring? Pretty good. I really like um, how we're engaging more with the Instagram and the show simultaneously now because it is so great getting everybody's responses to something before we record. It's really cool. Now we have like input before we record. Usually we do input after we record and like get feedback to the show, but now we're getting feedback before we actually record something, which I love. So in today's episode, we'll have some of your responses highlighted. Really cool. It's been really fun as well. Um, People on our Instagram love when we ask questions. And if you're not out there on uh, Instagram, you should check us out. We're just at the sex wrap, easy to find. And we're constantly posting, you know, sex positive information to help get you through, you know, the day because (laughs) Instagram can be a pretty taxing place. And we just try to make it a little brighter and dirtier and and sexier. Um, (laughs) So, uh, but we're working through uh, the the series and the mini series that we're going through is break up. So today we're talking about when do I know or how do I know when to break up? And we're also talking about the sort of lighter side. When do I leave after a hookup or how do I know when to leave after a hookup? Um, I haven't had a hookup in a very long time. So thank you all of those people online who uh, answered those questions for us because we're going to be using some of your feedback to get into that today. So spring, how do you know when to break up? You need to answer this question first because I I have a very different opinion of this thing. (laughs) Well, personally, I give way too many second chances. I give like, I don't even know if you can call it too many second chances because it's like third, fourth, fifth, sixth chances. You know, I love, I love giving people the benefit of the doubt and I love trusting people apparently. So, um, yeah, I know we have different answers because every time I talk to you about somebody I've dated, (laughs) you want me to break up, um, a million years before I do. (laughs) It's not, it's not every time, but, um, like, I see those red flags and you choose not to accept that they are red flags until like those red flags have gone up. And then there's like, it, it's a... I'm like, oh, isn't that a pink flag? I like pink. <laughs> so um, knowing when to break up, though, is really hard for a lot of people. Um, and, and I'm going to start out much softer. Um, it's hard to find someone to be in a relationship with right? It's hard to find someone you want to spend time with. It's hard to find someone that, you know, you want to be with. 
in the long term to, to, to build life together with another person. And, and even if it's semi-casual dating, it's hard to find someone that you like want to be with multiple times who also wants to be with you, right? So you want that. <laughs> there, yeah, there's there's another part of that. <laughs> right, like that, that nice reciprocal part of a relationship. And once you find it, right, once you're there and once you're feeling like, you know, I'm putting energy and I'm getting something good out of it, it's hard sometimes to see those red flags. Like we we convince ourselves all the time that, oh, it's not that bad or, or it's it, it, or I can put up with it or I don't deserve better or on and on and on and on. Um, so like you've done the work, you found the person, you're working, you know, together, but then all of a sudden it doesn't feel as good or it doesn't feel right. Right. And, you know, I think, um, one of the interesting things it, that goes into people's decisions about whether or not to break up is, um, an economic thing that we've heard people talk a lot about called the sunk cost fallacy, where you're thinking like, I've already put so much time into this relationship, so I don't want to break up now. I've already put so much effort into this. And, um, and that's already gone. Like that really shouldn't be a consideration, right? Like it's like, yes, of course you have a history. Yes, of course there are things that have shown up in the past, but yeah, we're looking at what's happening right now. And that's, I think, what we really need to be talking about when we're talking about do we need to break up? Like, yes, there's a longevity. Yes, there's a history. But if these things are coming up right now that are problems, that's where we need to have our focus. And that's where we need to kind of be paying attention to the present, right? And I love that you were talking about the sunken cost fallacy. Uh, and we do it all the time, all all aspects of our life. Um, and essentially, all, all Spring's saying when she says sunk cost fallacy is that if I give up on this thing now that I've been working on or towards, including a relationship, everything that I've done, I've completely wasted. I've lost everything. Like I- I've completely wasted my energy, my time, my life, my money, my body, my bed, all of those things I've thrown away for no reason. Um, And and it's completely not true, right? So the sunk cost fallacy is when we trick ourselves. So it's like the opposite of the red flags. Um, Like we've completely deceived ourselves into thinking that, you know, I can make this work or I can make it better because if I don't, I've lost something. But what we need to tell ourselves is that at the end of any relationship, right, we've learned a lot. We've changed. We've grown. We've had good experience. Those things have happened. None of it's been a waste unless we've let it stick around too long. But sunk cost fallacy comes up all the time and it's really deceptive and it tricks people into staying in all kinds of unhealthy situations and unhealthy relationships because they're afraid of losing the time that they've put into something. You only have the future in front of you, though, right? So every day that you're stuck with something that you're unhappy with because you've put energy and time in and maybe it will change, you have one less day in the future to actually work on something that you love or work on happiness. So when you feel that sunk cost fallacy creep up on you, you need to bat it down and say, (laughs) you know, sure, the end of a relationship, I'm losing something, right? Like You're losing that relationship, but you're gaining a whole lot more. So... You're gaining all this time that could be in the new, better relationship, right? So the sooner you get out of something that is a bad relationship or isn't working for you anymore, the more time you have in the better ones. And I think that is a really lovely way to look at it. If you can say, um, the sooner I get out of something that's making me feel bad, the more time I'm not going to feel bad, actually.
So when do I break up? And I, I think we can go to some of our Instagram responses today for this as well. Someone said, if you find yourself asking this question, it's probably time, but you're afraid. Um, and that afraid, that afraid, like that fear is part of that sunk cost fallacy as well. Um, and I think something else that a lot of people do is they define themselves by their relationship. Um, we all have that friend who is always going from relationship to relationship because like I am the girlfriend or I am the boyfriend or I am the mother or I am like whatever it is. Um, it's really dangerous when your identity gets wrapped up not in who you are as a person, but in the word that you use to define yourself by a relationship with somebody else. Um, and I think that comes up a lot, like that fear because your identity does get wrapped up inside of those relationships. But uh, if you do start asking yourself that question, like, should I break up with this person? Is this relationship healthy? Do I want to continue? The answer is, you should probably start really thinking about it. And it might be yes, it might be no, right? Like, it depends on the situation. But if it does come up, if you start asking yourself that question a lot, it's probably a yes. And, you know, a lot of people, when we put this question out on Instagram, a lot of people um, have brought up this idea of kind of like, if the bad is outweighing the good. Uh, a lot of people have referenced kind of this tipping point, right? Like if there are a lot of tears, if there's a lot of anxiety, if there is hurt in any way, if the person is um, causing you any type of harm, like, you know, these are all the things that were like, okay, these, these are big signals, right? And, um, and it can be really challenging when you're in a relationship to sometimes see those things for what they are. Sometimes it feels like, oh, yeah, I mean, this person did this, but they were really upset that day. Or, you know, I really understand what's been going on for them. So a lot of times we might make excuses for these behaviors or we might contextualize them. And I'm going to say over contextualize and we give them, you know, too much uh, benefit of the doubt, basically. And so the real challenge is not only, you know, identifying these things, but then saying this is a problem like this. Okay. This, we have to do something about this. We have to change this. Right. Because sometimes you can say like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's all this. Yeah. I'm really upset and I'm going to stick it out. I'm going to, I'm going to keep trying. Right. And so, um, it's not about just identifying it. It's then saying like, yeah, this is, this is not okay for me. And all relationships have conflicts. Spring and I are not saying you should break up with someone just because there's been a fight or there's been some miscommunication or, you know, things have been great in the past. And for the past couple of weeks, things have been feeling kind of icky in those situations. Like, relationships do take work and energy and effort every single day. Like you have to put something in to get something out. Um, and sometimes, you know, you, you run into a bad spell. And this is me saying it. I'm I'm always saying break up. Like, no, you shouldn't break up mm -hmm. at like first. Like uh, things are feeling kind of icky. Um, you should talk to your partner about it. You should talk about what's changed. Um, some of the people on Instagram said, oh, when the chemistry isn't there anymore or you lose that physical attraction, um, those are things that you can work on, right? You can work on making things sexy. Spring and I have episodes about, you know, you know, smoldering and having it burn <laughs> and, and having it build um, because connection with people changes over time. You're not always going to look the same way. You're not always going to feel the same way, but you can maintain a loving, long-term, successful relationship with somebody if you talk about it. And as things change, if you change your relationship to make sure it's that, that it's fulfilling your needs. And all of the comments together bring me back to one of my big points in relationships. Like, 
Your relationships that you build with people are about fulfilling your needs and making sure that you can fulfill yours. And I say it's time to break up with somebody whenever either your needs aren't being fulfilled or you are incapable of fulfilling that other person's. And it can really suck. It it can really hurt. But at the end of the day, you are much better off being surrounded by people, friends, family, relationships, intimate partner or partners, if you want multiple, because that's fine too, to make sure that your needs are being fulfilled in a way that makes you happy and reciprocally makes everybody else in your life happy as well. Um, So if you're not in that relationship, if that cloud is not working out for you, if your needs are not being fulfilled, or if your partner is, is always asking for more, always taking, that's when I would say it's time to break up or time to start having that conversation about a real breakup because those needs are how you gain happiness, right? Like when your needs are fulfilled. And we're not talking like, I want a pizza, except I would totally eat a pizza right now because I'm starving. But... um, (laughs) We're talking about like all of the various needs that you have, your emotional needs, your spiritual needs, your social needs, et cetera. And so what I love for trying to help figure this out is um, using people in your life, using friends, using your support network to try to sort this out because you often can't do it alone. Like I, I would say I'm not capable of knowing when I need to break up with someone. And I think Andrew would agree with that. <laughs> and so it is really important to have sounding boards that you trust that you can talk to about things like this, where you can be really open and honest and say, you know, these things are working in this relationship. These things are not like, what do you think? And don't don't go to someone that you used to date to have this conversation. Don't go to someone that you want to date to have this conversation. Absolutely not. This should be um, preferably someone that you've never had sex with and have no opportunity of having sex with because you wouldn't have sex with each other because you don't have the gendered parts that the other person likes to have sex with. That would be my choice for a person to talk to. And, um, And being really open and honest about all parts of the relationship, you know, the good and the bad and what you're concerned about and have these conversations, you know, with somebody or a few somebodies over time so that you can start to hear other perspectives. You can start to understand what this looks like from the outside. You can start to see how this might be interpreted if you weren't in love with the person or if you weren't obsessed with the person or if you weren't. Um, just kind of stuck in a pattern with this person, right? And it's so valuable to get these other perspectives. It's so helpful um, to understand your life from another perspective. And that, that, that I think is what you really have to do when you're trying to make this decision personally. Personally, that's my advice. And, and if you're not comfortable talking to those people in your life, friends and family members, I mean, there are relationship counselors whose job it is to help you sort of deconstruct what's going on in your relationship and give you sound advice on how to make sure that you're safe and that you're healthy and that you can get what you want at the end of the day. Um, and I, I do hope everyone out there has those kind of friends. Um, those friends are are amazing. And uh, I, I think the funny thing is like, if you have solid friends like that, um, 
the same energy that goes into making that friend, that personal confidant, that person that you can trust with all of the parts of who you are, is the same kind of emotional energy that it's going to take to make sure that you have a healthy relationship with a partner, the same kind of communication skills. But um, knowing when to break up is really tricky. It's hard. Um, and having those conversations and being really thoughtful about yourself and what you need um, and your partner and what you need, like putting all of that together. Um, there are some instant breakups right? Like there's just sometimes like if someone really breaks your trust in a way that that you can't get back to the back with them, if you don't trust them, right? Like if you do not trust your partner, break up with them. A relationship without trust is not worth maintaining. And there's just no coming back from that. Um, and then if they have harmed you in any physical way, we have episodes about rape and sexual assault. Um, you can listen to some of those as well. There are a lot of resources that we've put out over the years. Um, if you're in any of those kind of situations, it is also time to break up with that person. Um, and in those situations, you want to make sure that you're safe. Um, and there's lots of other recommendations we can make, like breaking up with somebody in a public space if you feel unsafe, like in a restaurant or a Starbucks or something like that, um, is always a good deal. Yeah, good idea. Not a deal. Bad deal. Good idea. <laughs> yeah. And one of the... Um things that I, I heard this recommendation on, um, actually on a podcast years ago and I, um, it was on the poly weekly podcast I was listening to and I took this recommendation and incorporated it into my life and it's been really helpful. Um, and I love this and I might've talked about this before on the show, but their recommendation is to have a really good friend, um, that you commit to being there for each other and telling that person, I'm going to help you look out as you navigate relationships. And I'm going to tell you when I see any red flags and making an agreement in advance with a friend to say like, I'm going to do this for you. And I want you to do this for me as well. Um, because sometimes when the time comes to like, someone in your life is like, whoa, there's some red flags here. Um, it's hard to hear that. And when you have an agreement with someone, then you're more likely to trust that because you've set it up in advance and you're like, I, I know you're going to be looking out for me and I trust you to look out for me. And and I, I did this with a friend and then, um, and then later on he came to me when he saw some red flags in a relationship. And because we had made this agreement and had this very explicit conversation, when he came to me with these concerns, I heard them very differently than, um, if he just brought them up out of the blue, you know what I mean? Because I had asked him to do this for me. And then when he came to me with these concerns, I was, I was blown away. I was like, wow, you're right. Um, this person is acting very controlling. I didn't see these things. And, and that actually prompted, uh, me to break up with that person. It, um, it took me, I talked to several other friends about those concerns and then, um, and then thought a lot about it and then ended up breaking up with that person. And, but that agreement, having that agreement, I found to be um, one of the most valuable uh, things for me in going forward into future relationships. So I would also like to set that out as a really good idea. I, I love that. Um, I have I have another small piece of advice as well. Um, if you are close to somebody and you're talking or you're navigating a conversation where it seems like it might make sense for that person to break up, don't tell them that they need to break up talk with them through the situation, get to them, them to the point where they're the ones who say it first, 
right? Like it needs to come from the, like no matter what you think, um, it, it's really good if you can help get them to the point, like use that perspective, use the background, use the red flags and, and talk about it. Talk about their happiness, talk about their needs, talk about their health, their stress or anxiety or depression, whatever it is, and help get them to that point first. Um, if they say it first, then you can be really supportive of them. But um, like at the beginning of the episode, when we're talking about the sunk cost fallacy or the inability to see those red flags or negative parts of our relationships because we're so in it, um, if, if you can get them to the point where they say it first, um, you're mu- they're much better off. And then uh, sometimes if you're that point person, the person that Spring's talking about who's made that commitment to be honest about a relationship with somebody, it can really be disruptive in your relationship with that other person as well if someone's not ready to hear it or if they're not at a point where they can't say it or if they can't see it. So gentleness, right? Be gentle with the other person. Help get them there. Don't take my advice on most of the shows where I say, like, dump them. Um, (laughs) Even though that's what you're thinking, I know you're all thinking it with me. Um, (laughs) But it's meant to be a gentle conversation. Um, And we do need to take a break. I know we've been going for a long time today, uh, but we'll be right back to keep talking about when to leave and when to break up. All right, everybody. Welcome back to The Sex Wrap. Today, we're talking about relationships and we're talking about when to break up. Um, And I think we're going to transition now into when do you leave a hookup, unless you have any final thoughts in the uh, when to break up uh, section spring. <laughs> um, the, just that, um, I just want to emphasize, you know, that this, it, it can be a really big decision and that, um, it can take a lot of time to really work through and you don't need to make decisions, you know, overnight. Um, I have a friend that is right now considering breaking up with their partner and, um, we talked about uh, setting a date a couple of weeks in the future and saying, like, I'm going to think about it for these two weeks. Like, this is a, a date where it feels comfortable for me to make that decision for several other reasons. I got a couple of weeks where I'm going to just really think about it. And, you know, I'm going to talk to other people about it. And I think it's nice to kind of give yourself a little timeline like that, too, because it can also go on forever. So if you're like, if you're really questioning something, give yourself like a little timetable to think about it, have some conversations with people. And I think that can be really helpful. So you don't feel rushed, but you also know that, um, know that you're working toward making a real decision. Yeah. It's really important to give yourself deadlines and, and, and timetables. Um, cause like spring said, especially if the sunk cost fallacy is there each day that you spend in that relationship, you question it more and then you keep feeling like you're losing more. So you get stuck in it. So give yourself some of those deadlines. I like that. Yeah. yeah. All right. So I think the lighter part of our episode today is when do I leave after a hookup? And we didn't really define hookup. And that obviously means a lot of things to a lot of different people. Um, I had asked a whole bunch of my friends about this episode and got some really funny responses as well. Um, But I think something that was really striking for me was um, it depends on the dating app that the hookup was based on. Um, so I was talking to some of my gay guy friends and they're like, if it's on Grindr, um, as soon as the act is over was what they said. I was like, whoa, that doesn't seem very intimate or personal. And then I was informed that it's not supposed to be. Um, 
But uh, I don't think most hookups are grinder esque or, you know, like you just show up, have sex and leave. Um, I think a lot of hookups are actually, you know, semi long term relationships that have vibe in and flirting and getting to know the person that leads to some sex. When do you leave? Yeah. And I think that a lot of people um, on Instagram, they answered this question for us. We're thinking like, when do I break up with a hookup kind of that's I think what are the, a lot of the answers kind of sounded like like someone I've been hooking up with like how do I know when to stop hooking up with them I think mm. that's how a lot of people seem to answer it and um and like I think you know there's a very different consideration here when we're talking about um, leaving a hookup scenario either, you know, that day or after several weeks or leaving a relationship because the hookup isn't meant to have the same um, benefits as a relationship, right? Like the hookup is implied, like this is for fun. This is um, meeting certain needs of mine, but not all of them. This is something that I need um, in this moment for some reason, but um, not long-term. That's why I'm calling it a hookup. That's why it's not a relationship, right? So the... um, for, so when we're talking about leaving it, it's very different. There's a lot of very different considerations people have. And I think it's also um, a lot easier for people to decide to leave a hookup because there's not as much put into it, right? Energy or time or um, emotions uh, involved. So I think it seems like pretty light. A, a lot of our answers were pretty, pretty light responses, right? <laughs> I mean, you don't even have to be friends with your hookup. You don't even have to like them. You don't even really have to know their last name. Like that's how light a hookup can be. It can be super casual um, and super casual relationships can be fulfilling in a lot of different ways, right? Like there's no baggage. You don't have to like go out to dinner first. You don't have to get all prettied up. You don't have to do any of those steps that you do um, in a lot of normal dating situations either either it can be i have some sweatpants on do you want to come over and watch netflix <laughs> and, and right netflix and, and chill and then maybe netflix some more netflix gray sweatpants right uh, do you know i don't own a single pair of sweat clothing um i've stolen some sweat clothing from partners <laughs> but i've never bought any Dealing is bad. No, um, <laughs> sweat. I mean, I also live in Miami where sweat clothing is, is ridiculous. Um, so, so leaving hookups. Uh, so if it is a one night stand, let's start there and then we'll get a little longer as it goes. So when do you leave a one night stand? I mean, if I'm going by what people have answered on Instagram, it's before they wake up. <laughs> I mean, that that's pretty much uh, the feeling I got there. Um, like, don't let them make you breakfast. Just like, like leave like a thief in the night yeah before you need to take a shower um so one night stands you pretty much leave as soon as you're done with the act or as soon as the other person seems fulfilled and you're fulfilled i think the good thing about hookups that like is pretty explicit is that everybody's in it for some pleasure anyone everyone's in it to like hopefully get off and then everyone's in it to to be done and like get on with their life afterwards um but if we go a little bit longer, right? So if we're talking about, you know, friends with benefits or maybe an extended hookup, um, when do you leave then? And and if you've been hooking up with somebody pre- pretty consistently, you just establish some rules. Is this a booty call at like two o'clock in the morning? Is this a, something where, you know, you spend the night and eat breakfast together the next day? Or is, is this 
Is this something else? Like you get to define what it looks like. And what I love about it is like there are no hurt feelings like because you're both like, oh, well, this is all we want. And then and then we're done um, unless someone catches feels. But we have an episode about that. So <laughs> we're assuming that people are on the same page in this scenario, I guess. Um and so a lot of people have a lot of like, um, on our responses on Instagram, people are saying like when it's not exciting anymore, um, when the sex isn't good anymore, um, there's a lot of this, like when it's not fun anymore, like when it's, you know, when, when whatever it was has started to fade. So it seems like, you know, a lot of people are looking for hookups for some excitement for something, you know, a little different. And, um, when that starts to shift or when it starts to move toward another type of relationship, that's when it's like, okay, this has run its course. So we see a lot of that. And, um, and I think, you know, it, it's true that a hookup, usually people aren't trying to turn the hookup into a relationship, though sometimes people do want to do that. Um, and if people are on the same page about what's happening, then yeah, at some point, something will start to shift with um, people's lives outside of that hookup. And that's going to affect how they're feeling in the hookup, right? So it's like, okay, I met someone else that I do want to date. So that's going to affect this. Or maybe, um, you know, things are at work are really crazy right now and I need to prioritize that. And so like as things shift in our lives, that's going to affect, you know, what my priorities are, what I'm feeling like, whether I still want to hook up with this person. And, and sometimes it can feel a little sudden because, you know, I've had that in my life where, you know, you're hooking up with someone and then all of a sudden they're like, ah, I can't do this anymore. And, and I think that comes on both sides, right? Like it can feel like, oh wow, what happened? And it's just like, you know, this is a, um, passing thing. It's not, we haven't set this up for longevity. And so, yeah, we need to kind of be ready for that, I think. And I think it's nice to like, think about that in advance. Like as, as we always talk about, always communicate about those things and be like very clear, like this, you know, this might work for me for a couple of months or this might work for me for a couple of weeks. Um, and start to talk about those things as early as you can really, because the more prepared and the more people are on the same page, the more successful those interactions are going to feel. I think one of the top reasons why, uh, some of those long standing hookups end is that, uh, the other person starts dating, um, someone, more seriously. Uh, but once again, it, good hookups come with a nice set of rules and they don't have to be strict rules or fierce rules, or you don't need like an entire litany of what you're supposed to do. Um, but, uh, they end whenever those rules are, are, are over or breached. Um, like, you know, you move away or the semester ends or <laughs> wh whatever it is. And, and that's okay. So hookups, you can pretty much leave whatever you like. Like the, the suggest, like the answer to the question is like, what makes sense for you? Because in a hookup, no hearts will be broken. Maybe an orgasm or two will be missed, but you can always manage that yourself as well. So <laughs> uh, not, don't, don't really need to sweat too much. But if you're really freaking out, like about a hookup ending, there might be something more that you need to talk about with the person as well. Like, are there actually feelings here? Is this something that you want to make more serious? Is this something that you want to do more? Um, and at that point, it is no longer a hookup. Uh, and you need to go listen to our episode about what that defining the relationship moment is. <laughs> the DTR. DTR. Yeah, because, uh, DTR. Because it's changing. Um, and that's also okay, right? Relationships do change. I think there are probably a ton of healthy relationships out there 
that started as a hookup where someone caught feels and talked about yeah, it and yeah. things progressed. Yeah, of course. And, you know, I think that um, one of the things that I do want to mention to look out for in this hookup culture is is respect. And I think, you know, um, in thinking about like, should I end, uh, this hookup relationship? I think that respect is one of the things that that's like, that's a real signal for me. Um, if someone is not respecting you either over text or when you're seeing them in person or, or when you're like making time to hook up, you know, if they're, um, if they're breaking boundaries that you've set or if they're just not responding till the middle of the night all the time and, and they haven't explained that to you. Um, and that, that can feel really bad. Like look out for those things, because I think that's, that's something that you never want to be feeling bad in a relationship. So if someone is disrespecting you, even, even in a hookup, then, that's not the hookup for you, right? There are many other people that you can hook up with um, and leave feeling great all the time. Absolutely. Um, so, I mean, and, and, and if you're a person out there who likes to be demeaned while you're having sex, like if that's part of the way that you get off, that's fine, but that shouldn't be the whole of your relationship. Also, like uh, if you leave a hookup feeling used and dirty and not in a good sexy way, um, <laughs> then, 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 then end it. Um, I've had lots of friends who have, you know, the booty call hookup where they, they only get called when like their partner is sad or desperate or drunk. And sometimes that's great. But if you don't like it, just say no, right? Like nothing, nothing bad will happen of it. And then you can find a better, you know, drunk booty call who makes you feel good at the other side. So <laughs> yeah. All right, Spring. Do you have any parting final thoughts for our listeners about when to break up or when to leave a hookup? I think it's really just um, don't be afraid of it. Don't be afraid of ending things. Um, because I think that is what holds us back a lot of time. A lot of times we really know what we need to do. And there's just some fear, like fear either about the conversation, about the actual breakup, or fear about, you know, sorting out the belongings that might be at someone's house or, or whatever it is, you know? And I think, um, I think we don't want that to hold us back. Like you really want to be in relationships that are mutually beneficial relationships that make you feel nourished relationships that make you feel great, whether it's a hookup or a long-term relationship. And, yeah, I think um, get over the fear that is holding you back because there's so many amazing things out there for you in this world. And so don't let fear stand in your way of those amazing things. Yeah, don't be afraid to dump people. Don't be afraid to leave. Um, that's my advice coming out of Spring's mouth, but a lot more kind <laughs> this week. Um, <laughs> and I mean, for me, I, I've said it before in other episodes, um, every relationship that you're in with people, you learn something from and you become a better person. Even bad relationships make you stronger and better because you learn what you want and you learn how to read other people better and you learn how to identify those red flags. And uh, so, I mean, think about all of those breakups and leaving, like whenever you leave somebody, think of that as, you know, I learned something and you know, as I move forward in my life, I'm going to have a better tomorrow because I'm a better person and I'm going to select people who fulfill my needs. It's it's really that simple. Like you're not losing, right? You're gaining valuable insight onto who you are, what you need, and then what comes next. What comes next? Yeah, Ooh. probably the scariest question of all, right? All right. <laughs> 
Well, uh, I've really enjoyed talking with you today, Spring, about this episode. I'm enjoying this series. Um, and next week, we're taking it in a different direction. Um, there are a lot of bad dating profiles out there. So Spring and I are going to do some dating po- dating profile deconstruction, give you some tips revamp. and tricks along the way, and <laughs> revamp. Um, so look out uh, on our Instagram. We'll be posting some prompts and some responses to what you think about dating profiles. Um, and if you have any questions or any follow-up at all about this episode or any other questions at all about relationships, about sex or sexual health or STDs or body parts or... I mean, really, we'll talk to you about anything. Feel free to reach out to us. Um, you can call us. We have a phone. It's 413-I-RAP-IT. Um, you can uh, email us. We're the sexwrap at gmail.com. And that's rap with a W. So S-E-X-W-R-A-P. And then you should definitely check out our social media. We're on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at The Sex Rap. Thanks for listening, everyone. Don't break up with us. <laughs> Bye. For everything that you were too afraid to ask at home, too embarrassed to ask at school or just too music for this episode provided by the ever elusive and mysterious breakmaster cylinder the podglomerate a sonic universe